Hey everyone, this is Sam Canny, uh, day two, episode two, uh, with Let's Talk Business, and I am just leaving a meeting with one of my clients, my one of my first clients for a business of mine, helping other small businesses redevelop their cultural strategy and their approach to the customer experience. So, some things that stuck out to me today. Um, a lot of their employees are, they're really, I mean, I know a lot of them. I worked with a lot of them before, um, last year and they're honestly, they're such great people. They're funny. They're exciting. They're so friendly. Um, but there's something different to them when they're at work and it's somewhat concerning. Um, I mean, and they're just, they're very peppy. I mean, they try to be very team, they're, they are all team leaders, so they're trying to fill that role and everything, but there's just something off as far as their presentation, their presence, and it seems forced. And it seems like they know what they're doing, so, I mean, it's not necessarily the case that they are having any I mean, it's not like they're uncomfortable or anything like that. It's just, it's, they're not presenting themselves in a comfortable manner. They're not comfortable. And that's actually, now that I think of it, that's exactly what I remember feeling myself when I was there. Whenever I would go to the office, it was always, I was always on edge. I was always on edge, and I thought I was that way because I constantly felt like I was going to be pressured. I I felt like I had to perform. I felt like I had to, I felt like I had to fill the role, and I wasn't given really a great foundation to fill that role. I was told general things, you know, hey, be excited, be happy be positive, um, give people a good foundation for their day, and they didn't, I mean, that's kind of what they left it at, that was the training to be a corporate trainer, and the foundation there was just built on simple, very simple things, but as far as execution goes, there's no concrete way to execute, and I think that might be what a lot of them are doing, even though they've been doing it for over a year now, they still give the impression that they don't, they're not entirely confident that what they're doing is the right thing to do. And that might just come from the fact that there's just none of that, that overhead guidance that would really give them that assurance and everything. And that's just one thing that really stuck out to me. Um, And again, that's really what I'm looking to help them with. I'm looking to change the way their office works. I'm looking to change the way their team works together, the way their administrative structures uh, guide everybody. And at the end of the day, make the office a place where people can be comfortable. Another factor that goes into that uh, when I was talking with their HR manager was that the owner... um, was making questionable decisions, I suppose, in his personal life and personal life and work life should, I mean, reasonably be 
separated somewhat, but at the same time, of course, it's hard working with somebody when you know certain things. And um, I think the founder himself has some particular qualities that are really great for entrepreneurs. They're really great. Uh, I mean, he makes decisions very quickly. He he is very smart. He's very numbers-driven, very um, sales-driven. And so in that sense, he keeps the business with its nose above water. Maybe not its head, <laughs> but its nose above water. And I think something that they could really, really work on or with him is making him somebody that people are more comfortable working with because the result of those certain behaviors is that the founder becomes very cold. He talks about being very warm, very exciting, very extroverted. And if I'm bluntly honest, that seems like the biggest lie. That seems like it's so totally forced and um, I, I really think that he could benefit a lot just from some perspective, just some outside words on, you know, what he could be doing better and just giving him the assurance that who he is as a person is enough. And that's something I think a lot of us entrepreneurs struggle with a lot is getting the impression that who we are is enough. We are so, at the end of the day, we are so, so performance-based. That's how we survive. That's how we make money. I mean, that's everything, is how we're able to perform our job, our mission, and accomplish our dreams. That is everything. That is how I define my success, and that's how a lot of other people define their success. And to get to that point, a lot of people think they have to be something more or something else than they already are. And that is not true. That is absolutely not true. In fact, because it is so clearly obvious that when you're faking it, you are faking it, that it almost hinders your ability to achieve that dream, that that vision to have this company that works fluidly and beautifully and has all these happy employees and everybody's working together towards a great mission to benefit their community and, um, of course, be able to benefit themselves at the same time. Um, But... It's hard to it's hard to acknowledge that. I think it's hard to acknowledge that being yourself is something valuable. Um, and it's hard primarily because entrepreneurs face rejection. They face a ton of no's, and they they find themselves having to make tons of adjustments all the time. And I think after doing that for so long, that that mode that you have to put yourself in becomes so salient that you just start doing it with yourself and you dilute yourself in the process. You're, say you're an introvert and you're demanded to be an extrovert. That's not okay. I mean, if you're an introvert, be an introvert. Own that. Own yourself. Own what you're given. God has blessed us with amazing, amazing qualities and talents 
and too, too many people ignore the fuck out of that. And it, honestly, I get frustrated with it because I know, I know, I know if you could just own it, leverage it in the right way, in a new way, in a way that adds value to the community, then you will go so, so far. And that's a lesson that's hard to take. It's very hard to take. It was hard for me. It was so hard for me to believe that I could be successful and happy just the way I am. Being a a gay man, that took me years. That took me years to own up to. I was convinced for, gosh, from sixth grade until I was 18 years old that I could make myself straight. I could force that. I could change that. I could change even something as fundamental as that. I could change that. That's how, that's how salient that idea had to come in my mind that I need to change who I am in order to succeed and in order to be happy. And at the end of the day, it did not make me happy at all. It nearly destroyed me. It tore me apart. And not only with that, but I mean, with many other things, I was the same way. And I think there are certain, that all being said, there are certainly skills. There are certainly lots of things out there and skill sets and lots of different things that you can change and improve and um, build off of in order to succeed in life and actually be able to get things done. But at the same time, there are core facets to yourself that you could spend a lifetime trying to change and still fail. And at the end of the day, is it really worth it? Because those qualities aren't necessarily bad. That's the biggest thing. The qualities that you're trying to change aren't necessarily bad. They may not entirely fit your exact approach to the goal that you're trying to achieve, But does that mean that you spend 60 years trying to change it so you can achieve your goal in that way? I don't think so. I don't think that is the best strategy. I think an even better strategy would actually be for you to change your approach to the goal to better fit your core tenets, to better fit your core being. If you're an extrovert, leverage that. If you're an introvert, leverage that. Introverts have tremendous focus. People forget the fuck out of that. People think, Extroverts are amazing, they're exciting, they're engaging, and people love them because extroverts truly add value to a communicative structure, but what extroverts highly lack is a distinct, clear, impenetrable focus like the introverts have, and I think there are tremendous benefits to both qualities. And the only reason I'm really focusing on introverts is because they're so undervalued. And I think you introverts out there, you really need to value yourself a lot more because you have a tremendous talent that many of us will never, ever master. And you can get so many things done with that. And if your introversion seems like it's blocking you from reaching your goals and your dreams... I would say change your approach, change your perspective on what your dream could look like. What is 
and if if that if you find that very hard, and I know it can be for certain dreams, um, for example, I mean, I wanted to, I had a dream that I would, you know, just be this outgoing person all the time, and I would be going, you know, just talking with everybody and having all these friends and, uh, and just having all these social groups and everything and everybody loving me, and this was this was years ago, but I found that I. Well, I don't see myself nearly as a full extrovert or a full introvert. I did recognize at that age that I didn't necessarily fit that dream. And can a someone who's more introverted achieve that? Maybe, but it's not entirely likely. Again, I'm reasonable about these things. So, what? I'm getting at is take that take that dream of wanting all of the to be loved by all these people and to be engaging all the time and exciting and really welcomed everywhere and figure out really what is the actual dream what is the actual goal there what are we actually trying to achieve by becoming that kind of person I want to be appreciated one Two, I want to be valuable. I want to add value. Three, I want to be involved in exciting events. I want to be involved in human interaction. I want that to, I want to be a part of all of that. I I, I really, really enjoy talking with people. I do. It's not something that comes entirely easy for me, but I really, really do enjoy being around people, hearing what's going on, engaging with them, and adding value to their lives. And then the question becomes, okay, so how can an introvert or somebody with introverted qualities approach that dream? So that's what I'm asking you. So how can someone with introverted qualities approach that particular dream of adding value and, and giving people uh, a sense that your presence has added value. You don't necessarily have to be exciting, engaging, pumped up all the time, and, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. What can an introvert do? An introvert can have extremely in-depth conversations about one thing. Introverts can talk all day about the and again, this would be if it fits their interests, but they can talk all day about what qualities do a good entrepreneur need in life um, or want to have, or what particular entrepreneur in this particular field and industry, what would be really, really good for them to have. And they could spend so much time focusing just on that and talking about that and Anybody that's talking with them about that could leave that conversation feeling like they are suddenly, they have exposed all of the options. And that right there, that's tons of value. Being able to expose all of your options for just that, that's amazing if that, that's something that introverts can deliver. And they can, they can, they can deliver that, but they can also apply that to business and their, their business dreams. They can... That, that tremendous sense of focus is exactly what you need in things such as when you're brainstorming on one particular idea, when you're develop, when you're actually doing the hard dirt work 
um, to put together a website or put together uh, a new product design. That intense focus is brilliant for that. And that's important. It's critically important. But notice how we've gone from this founder of my of my client's company who is acting and he is training all of his people to act and they're doing parts and showing qualities that they don't necessarily have they don't necessarily embody and the effect of that is that they do all of those little things ineffectively they're they're not meeting what their ultimate goal is which is having an engaging and exciting and uh, a fun workplace is really what they're going for they want to be able to grow people, inspire people, motivate their people to perform well. Um, And they're approaching that by being an example of people who have faked it. And that reciprocates. That reciprocates with all of their new hires. It, It does. It happens every day. I saw it this morning when I was in the office and I saw those new hires. They Looked, many of them looked uncomfortable. Many of them looked like they were putting on a good face. They were trying to um, do a good job. And that's reasonable. It's reasonable to want to put on a good face and show your best. But you want to show your best, not other people's best. And that's critical. That's critically important. It's so, so important that they recognize that. And I really... I'm very excited to figure out and be able to talk with those people and be able to uncover these things um, a little bit more and figure out a great way that we can put together um, a brand new structure in their company to allow people to be transparent and authentic. Uh, It's really critically important that you be authentic because authenticity at the end of the day is the greatest influencer. I mean, when people feel somebody acting authentically like imagine someone you know is just so real like they're just so fucking real they will to be honest with you they are going to be true to themselves they'll tell you what they're good at what they're bad at what they're good for not good for they're just all in everything that's so reassuring that's so it almost feels cleansing like you feel like like you almost feel so they're their comfortability with themselves makes you suddenly uncomfortable with yourself. And isn't that huge? Isn't that huge that they can offer that? And think of it this way. Anyone of you could offer that. If you're authentic, if you're true to who you truly are, and in doing that, you encourage other people to be true who they are, then that's amazing. Because that's something that people struggle with their whole lives. That's pe- I speak to people every day who struggle with that. And so if you can achieve that, imagine what you could do in a business if you knew what everyone in that business was naturally good at, what their talents were, what their, their true selves demanded of themselves. Imagine if you could leverage all of their instinctual behavior Imagine what you could achieve. You could put them in all the right positions. You could get them to do all the other things that you need done in the business. Suddenly, your machine, your business, your team becomes so much more dynamic. Because at my client's business right now, everybody is striving to be 
a different variant of the same thing. They're all trying to be the same thing, and it it's hard to work with that because some people just can't fill that. And I believe that that company can really, really derive value from people who don't necessarily all fit the same mold, who don't all fit the same role that they're sending out there, who there's different things that can be done in that business. There's different changes that can be made, different discussions that can be had, uh, different, there are different strategies that you need to go out to businesses and sell compared to what you need to train people or hire people or manage people. There are different qualities and you can't, you can't have one mold and say this size fits all these positions. I don't think that's efficient. I don't think that's efficient at all. Um, well, I hope, I hope y'all have really benefited from this. Um, again, I, I'm just trying to think of things that I think other people can take value from. Uh, so feel free to reach out to me. Again, my Twitter handle is uh, at Samuel P. O'Canney, uh, C-A-N-N-E-Y, or uh, my Instagram at Samuel Canney. And um, I'm having a website come up soon here, but I look forward to our next stream of content. I'm also very excited. I'm going to be starting to bring on some new people. Not Maybe not next episode, but... Definitely going to be bringing on some new people to uh, chat with us and everything. I have this cool idea of where maybe we'll um, step out, take a walk. Don't hear a lot of podcasts with people, you know, going out and having a walk, talking with someone. Sounds like a, a whole new level of authenticity, I think. Uh, but kill the day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.